Welcome to The Skin Reel, your guide to all things skincare, skin health, beauty, and more, curated by dermatologists and true skin experts. I'm your host, Dr. Mary Alice Mina. I'm a double board certified dermatologist and dermatologic surgeon with over a decade of clinical experience. If you're looking for real, practical, unhyped skincare guidance and expertise, or you just think the skin is really cool, then you're in the right spot. I'm so glad you've tuned in to The Skin Reel. Now let's dive in because this is how dermatologists talk skin. Hi everyone, quick disclaimer here before we start. This podcast is for educational purposes only and is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. If you're looking for help on your skin journey, please check out the American Academy of Dermatology's website, aad.org, where you can search their database for dermatologists near you. It is so important that you have someone in your corner who's well-trained, licensed, and board-certified who can help you make decisions when it comes to your skin health. Okay, got it? Great. Now for the fun stuff. Hi, everyone. Dr. Mina here from The Skin Rail. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I am really excited to be doing a solo episode. I've done a lot of guest episodes recently, and so it's a little fun to switch it up a bit. And for those of you who are perhaps tuning in for the first time, I just want to introduce myself to those who may not know me, but I am a double board certified dermatologist as well as dermatologic surgeon. And I have a busy clinical practice here in Atlanta, Georgia, where I mostly have a procedurally focused practice. I take care of a lot of skin cancers. I remove a lot of benign lesions like cysts and lipomas. And I also do a lot of cosmetic procedures from injectables to biostimulants, as well as microcoring and microneedling and things like eyelid lifts, neck lifts, and liposuction. So I definitely have a procedurally focused practice, but I also really love just talking to my patients about healthy skin and how to maintain their skin as they age. And a lot of my patients are initially coming to see me because they have a skin cancer that I will treat with Mohs surgery. So that is a great opportunity for me to also talk with them about how to take care of their skin, making sure they're wearing sunscreen and sun protecting, and then also things that they can be doing to help minimize some of the signs of aging and photo aging. So that's just a little bit about me. And some people wonder, well, why if you have a busy practice, you have two kids, you're married, you have interests outside of medicine, why am I doing a podcast? And the reason is really simple. I love to teach. I love to talk about skin. And I find that a lot of people have questions about it. They want to know what's going on with their skin, what's happening, what are these changes I'm seeing. And there's a ton of information out there, but it's not 
always good information. Sometimes the information out there is misleading or flat out wrong. And I find it's hard for people to know who to believe, what to believe. And so really this podcast is for educational purposes to help give people some insight into their skin, their skin health, beauty, aging, aesthetics. And it is all coming from the perspective of true skincare experts, which are dermatologists, people who have had years and years and decades of training in the skin biology and health who are just putting out really good, solid, unhyped information. And so that's what I'm trying to do here on The Skin Reel. And I really appreciate everyone who is following and liking and sharing these episodes with their friends and families. And if you get value out of this, definitely let me know. I'm at Dr. Mina Skin on social media. You can DM me and also you can let me know what are some topics you'd like to hear about for future episodes. All right, well, let's jump into the meat of today's topic, which is what is your skin type? In dermatology, we talk about people's skin type a lot, and we do that because it helps us know what treatment recommendations we should be giving and also what products we should be recommending and prescribing for our patients. And a lot of times people hear this come up and you may even know what your skin type is, or you may think you know what your skin type is. I feel like this is a common quiz on beauty magazines or internet sites. They say, take this 10 question quiz to find out your skin type, right? So we're going to break it down today. What is your skin type? And really, why does it matter? So your skin type is predominantly determined by your genetics. So thanks, mom and dad. You may notice that if you have acne prone skin, probably your parents did as well, or at least one of them. And if you have tend to have acne, your siblings may have acne. And also likewise, if you tend to have eczema or really dry or sensitive skin, there's probably someone else in your family who has that as well. So genetics, first and foremost, are a big predictor of the type of skin you're going to have. And we can't really do anything about that, right? That is what it is. But there are other factors that play a role. And mainly this is things like hormones, and that occurs with age. You may notice that when you were a teenager, your skin was very different from what it is now. I know for me personally, I had very oily skin, acne-prone skin as a teenager. And then now that I am getting into my mid-40s, I'm noticing that really I've had pretty much normal skin probably for the last five years or so. And now I'm noticing my skin is getting a little more dry, which is something new for me. I really never had that problem before. But again, with age, things change, right? So you may have had really dry skin when you were younger, and now you're noticing that your skin is getting really sensitive in addition. So your skin type is not necessarily something static. It's actually dynamic, and it changes as you change and your health changes and you age. Other things that can affect your skin type would be the environment. And you may notice this, that when you are in drier months, and typically cooler, drier months, like the winter, at least here in the US, that your skin may be extra dry, you need more moisturization, you have more dryness, peeling, flaking, your skin may feel tight, versus if you live in a more tropical climate or a humid environment, your skin may not be dry and actually may be pretty normal or even oily. 
And also your overall health determines your skin phototype. So if you are someone who is on a really restrictive diet, maybe you are doing some sort of fad diet, you may not be getting all the essential nutrients that you need. And there are some pretty well-documented deficiencies or vitamin deficiencies, I should say, that give these pretty classic rashes. If you are deficient in niacin, you can get this rash called pellagra with other symptoms as well, but also just just being deficient in things like zinc, vitamin A, certain B vitamins, along with niacin. Vitamin C, when you are deficient in that, can give you something called scurvy. Not really something that we see nowadays in developed countries, but back in the day, sailors who were on ships for a very, very long time frequently would get scurvy because they would not have access to fresh fruits containing vitamin C. And even a lack of vitamin D can cause skin changes and dryness. So your diet does affect your skin type. So again, making sure you are eating a balanced diet with a mix of lean protein, good healthy fats, complex carbohydrates, those are all going to help your skin as well. And then lastly, underlying medical conditions can affect your skin. If you have diabetes or perhaps you are undergoing cancer and cancer treatment, that can affect your skin. Things like Parkinson's, those patients can get pretty classic skin rashes and things like seborrheic dermatitis. So a lot of things can affect your skin type, but overall, number one, two, and three, it really is your genetics. But don't be surprised if your skin type does change as you go through life. And that's actually pretty normal. Now, there are basically five different skin types that we refer to as dermatologists, and I'm going to break them down one by one. And you can maybe think about what type of skin you might have, and then we'll do a little quiz at the end as well. So number one is normal skin. And if you have normal skin, then you really won the skin type lottery because you have pretty easy to maintain skin. It can tolerate a variety of products. You're not super sensitive to one or the other. You can handle fragrances in your products. Your skin is not too oily, not too dry. It's just right. And a lot of times you are not plagued with things like acne or eczema, things like that. The second type of skin type is oily skin. And these people tend to have overproduction of their sebaceous glands and their skin can feel really oily. It can look really shiny and they tend to be acne prone. A lot of times when people have oily skin, they feel like their makeup just kind of slides off throughout the day because their skin is so oily and that they are frequently having to blot their skin with tissue or Kleenex. The third skin type is dry skin. And these individuals will feel like their skin is really tight and flaky and dry after washing their face. They'll notice that they really need hydration to avoid that sort of cracked, dry, tight feeling. And they will really need a moisturizer to lock in hydration for their skin. Now then number four is combination skin. And these individuals have dry skin, particularly on sort of the lateral aspects or the cheeks. And then they tend to get pretty oily in what we call the T-zone of the face. And that's going to be your forehead and then a strip straight down the middle of your face, including your nose and your chin. So your forehead, nose, and chin tend to be oily 
acne prone, you feel like it's greasing, you have to blot. However, your cheeks are going to feel tight, dry, and flaky. And this skin type can be a little tricky because some of the products that we like for oily skin may exacerbate the dryness and some of the products for the dryness will maybe worsen the acne and oiliness of the central face. Lastly, we have sensitive skin. And these individuals have to be really careful with what they put on their skin. They are really prone to rashes, to sensitivity. A lot of times products will easily burn or sting when they put it on. A lot of times they have a compromised skin barrier and they have to be really careful with what they put on their skin. Now, you may already be thinking, oh yeah, that sounds like me or I may have that skin. But there's also a way you can do a quick little test to see which skin type you have. And what I'd recommend is that the next time you wash your face, make sure you're using a gentle cleanser, nothing harsh, not a lot of actives in it, no exfoliation. Just simply wash your face, use lukewarm water, not hot water. And then afterwards, I don't want you to put anything on your skin for about an hour. Okay. And I want you to just document, think about how your skin feels after that hour. Does it feel tight? Does it feel supple? When you look in the mirror, does it look vibrant and healthy to you? Or does it look kind of lackluster and dull? Or perhaps you're seeing some rashes. So at the end of that hour, I want you to take a facial tissue like Kleenex, right? And I want you to blot the central part of your face. And then we'll kind of go over what that means means based on what the tissue shows and how you feel. So if you have normal skin, then after that hour, your skin is going to feel hydrated. It's not going to feel too dry. It's not going to feel too tight. You are not going to have noticeable grease on the tissue. And when you look in the mirror, your skin is actually going to look pretty healthy and supple and vibrant. Now, if you have oily skin, when you blot with the tissue, you are going to have some visible grease on that tissue. You are also going to look in the mirror and feel like your skin is really, really shiny. And that is because of those overactive sebaceous glands. So if that is you, you tend to have oily skin. If you have dry skin, when you blot the tissue on your T-zone, you're not going to really notice any oil whatsoever. But what you are going to notice is that your skin feels really tight. It may look kind of dull when you look in the mirror, not vibrant and supple and hydrated. And you may notice that your skin is peeling or cracking and flaking in places. If that sounds like you, then you have dry skin. Now, combination skin, again, is a little tricky because you have the dryness on the sides of your face and it's oily on your central face. And so when you blot centrally, you're going to notice grease on your tissue, but then you're also going to feel tight and dry on the sides of your face. And that is a good indication that you, in fact, have combination skin. Lastly, if you have sensitive skin, when you blot with the tissue, you are not going to see any visible grease. And when you look in the mirror, your skin, just like with dry skin, it's going to feel tight. It's not going to appear supple and vibrant and hydrated. And you may notice that you actually have some red blotches and patches flaking and scaling. And that's due to a compromised or damaged skin barrier. Hopefully, if you've done this, you have a pretty good idea of what skin type you have. And this is important because it is going to determine how you take care of your skin. Again, skincare is so individualized. I can make recommendations on basic things, 
But on specific products, you really have to go by what your skin needs. And what my skin needs right now at 43 is different from what your skin at 25 might need or your skin at 55. So again, these are all just guidelines on things to be looking for. Now, number one, two, and three, no matter what skin type you have, you have got to sun protect. And it doesn't matter if you have sensitive skin, dry skin combination, everyone needs sun protection. And so basic rule of thumb for skincare, use a gentle cleanser, no matter what skin type you have, and then use a sunscreen. So those are sort of the givens for everyone. And now I'm going to break down, depending on your skin type, what other products or adjustments you should make to your skincare regimen. Now, again, you know I'm a skin minimalist, so of course everything is going to be pretty simple. You can, of course, add additional things, additional actives if you want, but this is just sort of your bare bones, simple skincare regimen, and it's really all you need. So normal skin, again, you are the lucky duck here. You have the easiest skin to take care of. It's like Goldilocks. It's not too dry, not too oily. It's just right you can tolerate most products. So you are going to have the most flexibility on what you can use on your skin. And if you want to try other actives, you can probably incorporate other things without a problem. So you want to stick with a gentle cleanser. You want to wash your face, most likely morning and evening, making sure especially to wash your face at night to get any makeup, oil, dirt, grime from the day off. And you are going to be able to use really whatever sunscreen you like and whatever moisturizer works best for you for that time of year. For some people with normal skin, just using a sunscreen may be enough of a moisturizer where you don't need anything in addition. Normal skin can likely tolerate a vitamin C serum in the morning pretty well, as well as a vitamin A cream like a retinoid at night without too much difficulty. Now, people with oily skin, we are going to mix it up just a little bit. So you are definitely going to want to wash your face morning and night, and you are going to want to stick with a cleanser that is geared towards oily skin. And it may have additional things like a salicylic acid in it, and that is to help with preventing acne breakouts, which people with oily skin are more prone to. For your sunscreen and moisturizer and products, you want to stick with something that is non-oil based because that is just going to make your skin feel oilier, greasier, slicker, and you're not going to want that. So you're going to want to stick with something that is more silicone-based, like dimethicone, that leaves a little silkier sheen on the skin rather than oil. And you're also going to want to look for products that are non-comedogenic. That means they are not going to clog your pores and, again, worsen your acne. Now, sometimes people with oily skin feel like they do not need a moisturizer, and for some people, their sunscreen may be enough, but just know that if you are actively treating acne, your skin may be a little more dry, and you will definitely want to make sure you are not foregoing the moisturizer if you need it. And again, stick with something light, maybe a lotion, and again, a non-oil-based moisturizer that will absorb nicely into your skin. Now, what about dry skin? These individuals need to be a little bit careful on what they use on their skin because there is a tendency to over dry their skin, which can then damage their skin barrier. So for these individuals, sometimes just splashing their face with warm water in the morning can be enough. You want to definitely use a gentle cleanser. You want to use something that's a little bit creamier and maybe an oil-based cleanser that will give a little more hydration to your skin. You want to also avoid hot water 
water. That is just going to dry your skin out even more. So stick with lukewarm water, definitely not hot. Immediately after cleansing your skin, you are going to want to put on a pretty thick cream-based moisturizer to help lock in that hydration and that moisture in your skin. So do that immediately after washing when your skin is a little bit damp. And then you are also going to want to make sure you put on a sunscreen. You may want to use a thicker based sunscreen, maybe one with a moisturizer as well, again, to help lock in that moisture in your skin. I find that sticking to fragrance-free and sensitive skincare products work really well for people with dry skin as well. Now, if you have combination skin, this kind is a little bit tricky because you may want to use more of an acne-prone cleanser for the central face, but you may find that that is pretty drying for the sides of your face. So there's a little bit of a balancing act with this and a little bit of trial and error to see what works best for you. But sticking with a gentle cleanser, again, you can't go wrong with that. And then using a medium weight sunscreen and moisturizer, I would stick with something that's non-comedogenic so it doesn't exacerbate any acne on the central face. You may find that you need to use a thicker moisturizer for the areas of your skin that tend to get really dry like the sides of your face. Lastly, sensitive skin. These individuals also have to be careful with what they apply on their skin and they really want to take the approach of less is more because they are so prone to getting allergic reactions and having sensitivity to things that come into contact with their skin. So similarly to dry skin, use a gentle cleanser. Stick with something that's very bland, no fragrances, something that says it's geared towards sensitive skin or eczema-prone skin. Those are going to be your safest bets. You want to avoid those smelling botanical skincare products like you might find at a fancy hotel. I know they smell amazing and they come in beautiful, pretty packaging, but a lot of times it's just too too much for people with sensitive skin and you can get an allergic reaction. So again, stick with bland, simple cleanser. You may want to use a creamy oil-based cleanser to help lock in moisturizer, especially if you are prone to damage to your skin barrier. And then again, immediately after washing your face, lock in that moisture with a bland, fragrance-free cream-based moisturizer on your face, and then a creamy sunscreen as well to help lock in that moisture. You may find that you want to stick with more of a mineral-based sunscreen like zinc oxide or titanium dioxide if you are more prone to sensitive skin and allergic reactions just to avoid any sensitivity with that. I find that my patients with really sensitive skin and dry skin can also benefit from doing a little slugging at night on areas that tend to be dry. That's a great time to let your skin barrier heal, especially if it's dry, cracked, and you're getting a little rash. And basically all you do is apply a petrolatum-based product. So things like Vaseline, Aquaphor, I believe CeraVe has an ointment as well that's petrolatum-based. And you just want to smear a little thin layer over the area that's really dry, and then just let it soak into the skin overnight. That can be a great way to help repair and heal the skin barrier if you have sensitive or dry skin. Knowing what type of skin you have can help you make better choices when you are shopping for skincare products or if you are listening to someone who's promoting a product to help guide you on whether you really need that or not. If someone is touting 
a product that helps dry up your skin, dry up your oil, prevent acne, but you have dry or sensitive skin, you don't really need that product. So you can just kind of keep scrolling and move on. So it is important to know what type of skin you have because that's going to guide what kind of products you need. So just remember, no matter what kind of skin type you have, though, you always want to use a gentle cleanser to especially wash your skin at night. And of course, always, always sun protect no matter what. That includes sunscreen, but it also includes things like hats, sunglasses, and protective clothing with like a UPF can be really, really helpful. So hopefully this episode has given you some food for thought. And if you don't already know your skin type, you can go do that little test and see what skin type you are. And then go and look at your skincare products and make sure that they are aligned with the skin type type that you have and your skincare goals. All right, we will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening to The Skin Reel. I hope it's been informative, educational, and perhaps a little entertaining. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to like and subscribe and share with a friend. Don't want to stop your learning just yet? Head on over to theskinreel.com for show notes, blog posts, and so much more. Until next time, skin friends.